Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Isaiah 40, 1 through 26. The greatness of God. Comfort, O comfort my people, says our God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice is calling. Clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. And let the rough ground become a plain, and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all flesh will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Call out. Then he answered, What shall I call out? All flesh is grass, and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Get yourself up on a high mountain, O Zion, bearer of good news. Lift up your voice mightily, O Jerusalem, bearer of good news. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with might. With his arm ruling for him, behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock, in his arm he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. He will gently lead the nursing ewes, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, and marked off the heavens by the span, and calculated the dust of the earth by the measure, and weighed the mountains in a balance, and the hills in a pair of scales. Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord? Or... As his counselor has informed him, with whom did he consult, and who gave him understanding? And who taught him in the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and informed him of the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket. 
and are regarded as a speck of dust on the scales. Behold, he lifts up the islands like fine dust. Even Lebanon is not enough to burn, nor its beast enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. They are regarded by him as less than nothing and meaningless. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare with him? As for the idol, a craftsman casts it, a goldsmith plates it with gold, and a silversmith fashions chains of silver. He who is too impoverished for such an offering selects a tree that does not rot. He seeks out for himself a skillful craftsman to prepare an idol that will not totter. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He it is who reduces rulers to nothing, who makes the judges of the earth meaningless. Scarcely have they been planted, scarcely have they been sown, scarcely has their stock taken root in the earth. But he merely blows on them, and they wither, and the storm carries them away like stubble. To whom then will you liken me, that I will be his equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and see who has created these stars, the one who leads forth their host by number. He calls them all by name, because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power. Not one of them is missing. Luke 3, 2 through 15. John the Baptist preaches. In the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. And he, he came into all the district around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every ravine will be filled, and every mountain and hill will be brought low. The crooked will become straight, and the rough roads smooth, and all flesh will see the salvation of God. So he began saying to the crowds who were going out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore bear fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham for our father. For I say to you that from these stones God is able to raise up children to Abraham. Indeed, the axe is already laid at the root of the trees, so every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds were questioning him, saying, Then what shall we do? And he would answer and say to them, The man who has two tunics is to share with him who has none. And he who has food is to do likewise. And some tax collectors also came to be baptized, and they said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what you have been ordered to. Some soldiers were questioning him, saying, And what about us? What shall we do? And he said to them, Do not take money from anyone by force or accuse anyone falsely, and be content with your wages. Now while the people were in a state of expectation, and all were wondering in their hearts about John as to whether he was the Christ. In Isaiah 40, it's one of my favorite scriptures where he starts talking about, um, you know, let Jerusalem know, let Zion know that they should rejoice because God has wiped away their iniquities, completely wiped them away. And then 
there's one phrase that is stated that's kind of a little confusing if, if you don't really know the historical context. But he says that, let them know that by the Lord's hand, their sins have been doubled. He has doubled up their sins. And you think, well, how can he wipe away the iniquities and double up the sins? If the wages of sin is death, then do we now owe double death? That doesn't seem right. And then and he goes and he talks about basically preparing the way because the answer, the one, the Savior, the Messiah is coming. And when he comes, everything's going to be flipped upside down. The world is not going to, it's not going to operate the same way because uh, kingdom thinking and the kingdom mindset is really upside down from what the uh, earthly mindset is. So, and, and then you get into Luke and he, he talks about the same thing. It's, it's John the Baptist as the one who is preparing the way and he is the one crying out in the wilderness to get ready, be prepared. Here comes your Savior. Well, now going back to that first phrase in Isaiah 40, or that first section, when he talks about the sins being doubled up. It's really a visual thing, but hopefully I can paint the picture for you. It's not that difficult. But what would happen is if someone were to owe a debt, like we owe, the, the wages of sin is death. So, so we've sinned against others, therefore we deserve death. That is our debt. We owe God death. So if we were to owe someone a debt, kind of like the, the creditors do today with a credit score, back then what would happen is they would write it on a piece of paper. They would put it on a parchment and they would post it on your door frame. So outside of my house would be a parchment that declares that I owe a debt to someone. And that is actually put there by the person that I owe. So Everyone who walks by knows, well, he owes a debt. I might want to be careful dealing with him. I don't know if I want to, you know, um, let him borrow anything else. He already owes someone else. So everybody else knows and realizes that uh, they're in debt to someone. But if, you know, you were to walk by and see, you look over and see that I owe that debt. And you said, you know, Matt's a pretty good guy. He does all right. I really want to help him out here. He's going through some stuff. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter your reasoning. You just kind of look over and, and see that parchment and you say, I want to let that collector know that I'm the one who's going to cover this debt. I'm going to pay it. So you would take that paper and you literally would just fold it up and you'd write your name on the back. And then you would pin it back up on my door frame. So when anybody were to walk by, they'd look and go, oh, look, what a great person. The person put their name on that paper. That's the person who's going to cover Matt's debt. Man, he's really got some good people around him. Well, the thing is that Savior doubled up your debt. Jesus walked by your door. He saw the, the debt that you owed. He folded the paper up and he wrote Jesus Christ across the back. He paid it. He's the one who covered the debt that we owed. And understanding that really brings a whole different light to this. So, Father, thank you that, that you've sent that warning, that you prepared the way and you told the crier to yell out, be ready. Well, Father, let us 
just also be that warning to other people that we can let them know that Jesus is returning. He's coming back. And there's no opportunity to choose then. You have to choose now. Get ready. The Lord is on his way into our lives. And I'm so thankful that you've given us a path. You've given us a path to you through that gift of paying that debt. He didn't deserve it, but he willingly took it. So thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Mm